Good, hello, and welcome to Viv and Miles's Infinite Watchlist Top Hundred Horror Movies. I'm Miles. Hi, Viv. Hello to you. Good, hello to you. And this episode, Halloween has come early as we discuss the 2007 movie Trick or Treat. That's Trick or Treat, not Trick or Treat. Right. There's no O. Not to be confused with the 1980s film Trick or Treat, which apparently was, they considered a quite a bunch of titles for this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trick or Treat was one of them, but then they realized there was that 80s movie called Trick or Treat, so then they took the O out. Right. So it doesn't really make sense, does it? Trick or Treat. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, it's kind of like Guns and Roses, you know. Guns and Roses? Right, because it's not Guns and Roses, it's Guns and no, Roses. Know. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. like that vibe, I think. I guess, yeah. Trick or treat. Yeah, I guess. Trick or treat. Guns if you and say roses. it fast, it sounds the same. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Yeah, that's true. It does. Did um Did you enjoy trick or treating when you were little? I lived for trick-or-treating when I was little. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween has always been my favorite holiday of all. We love and, um, Absolutely. And it was the 80s. So it's funny because, you know, now we're so hyper aware of all the dangers. So kids always have an adult with them. There was mm. none of that in the 80s. You were sent out into the dark streets in your costumes and hopefully you would come back home. That's yeah, kind of how the but- 80s operated. <laughs> I think you can spin that into the 90s as well, because we were the same. Absolutely, yeah. 80s and 90s, 70s, 80s and 90s, you know. Yeah. It's like, uh, I like when RuPaul, the way RuPaul says is, it's, I was a kid before kids were precious. <laughs> before people actually valued the children. I mean, saying that, we were in a cul-de-sac where we pretty much knew every neighbor, so it wasn't quite as bad as that, to be fair. True, so true. And I think was... in general... I think back then people tended to know their neighbors more than we do now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're lucky here. It's easy to. Uh, my neighbor Mona would be ready with the witch's hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like when people um, do. And I think I can't remember in Puerto Rico this happening as often as I see it here in like the continental US where some people like do a whole like haunted house thing in their yeah. in their house where like you get to go through and and they have like spooky stuff and little like tricks yeah, and- yeah cool. absolutely i love all that yes. absolutely. absolutely so yes that's um that's what we're discussing this episode so it feels all halloweeny this film do you want to set the film up sure so just a couple of little tidbits um, before we we set it all up. Um, mm-hmm. This film was uh, filmed and was set to be released in 2007 originally. But apparently there it was eventually pulled from release um, for reasons that nobody quite knows. Some, some people think that it, they just didn't want it to go against. There was, I think, Saw 5. One of the Saw movies was coming out at the same time. And I guess um, they were like, we don't want it to compete with that because it's going to get you know lost. 
So eventually it was shelved and it eventually was then released into DVD and streaming and video in 2009. So it, it, okay. you, you will, you will find it with different release dates. I did. Awesome. I did find that already. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. confused by that. Yeah. Um, okay. It was written and directed by Michael I don't know if he pronounces it Doherty or Doherty, but him, who also, we've watched his other uh, big film here before. Um, oh. He wrote a directed Krampus. Oh, yes, so he did. He does enjoy that kind of he sort likes of the comedy. Seasonal. Yeah, seasonal comedy, tongue-in-cheek horror movie. Which is where we're, you're going to find out in this podcast that we did quite majorly on that yes miles miles uh begs to differ in the comedy parts um well in my world a comedy means you laugh i did not laugh but once and i have no idea where we're supposed to be laughing so you'll have to enlighten me as we go along because to me laughing was the opposite of what i wanted to do the whole film (laughs) you know everybody has their own experience i suppose um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um basically this film is uh an, an anthology film kind of like creep show and yeah. the opening credits was very much a, a tip of the hat to creep show you know with the comic book and the yeah uh, the whole thing is very much uh, a little nudge to creep show though i would say this is a lot more connected than creep show like the yeah because actually... unlike creep show yeah you're correct unlike creep show this film all of the vignettes are connected by yeah. the Sam character, and also they all interact with each other, which doesn't yeah. happen in Creature. They're all separate. A bit like um, Juwan. A little bit. Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's Halloween night, and it takes place in some, I think it's called Warren Valley, Ohio, some made-up town is. in Ohio. Yeah. I guess, you know, kind of like middle america little town kind of place sure and it's halloween night and um we get to see all these different stories um of what is happening to these different characters some simultaneously we find out some before some after but they all like we were saying interact with each other at some mm-hmm. point and the the one character that is the the through line is little sam and I love Little Sam and anyone out there that knows Sam from Trick or Treat. There's, um, he's become an iconic character, and um, he like here in Halloween stores every year. There's like so much merchandise with Sam on it for Halloween. There's like even little Sam statues that you could use as lawn ornaments and put them outside your house for Halloween oh, with no. a little like with a little lollipop with the the jagged lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a gunny sack over his head. Is what's he wearing? Like a yeah, it's like a like a sack over over his head, and um, mm-hmm. he's super cute. Um, I mean, I beg to as differ cute again, as a murderous anyway. child creature can be, but um, the the visual of him is super cute. Sure, I wouldn't <laughs> be reaching to cuddle him. I can tell you that much. Well, how I've about seen this? Cute- you know, at the beginning, when we see the girls are trying on their costumes, and this little boy that has a lollipop and is looking through the little um, doors to see the girls naked, he's like a little mm-hmm. tiny kid. So that little mm-hmm. boy um, actually is the one who plays Sam in the rest of the film. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Gosh. 
Yeah. And they got him to do all those things that he does. No, <laughs> no. So the little boy in the costume plays Sam when he's walking, when he's doing all those things. Okay. They did have some stunt doubles for the kid when the kid I is actually so. killing someone. Um, that whole so. scene where he has that physical fight with the old man, that was all the stunt levels. So. Okay, good. I was yeah. going to say, that's a lot to put, a yes. bit to put someone through. So we open, the film opens with a couple, Emma and Henry, who are, Henry is up our street because he loves Halloween. And he's all dressed up, and he obviously. I'm assuming. I think they're married. I'm guessing they're married. But yeah, whatever. it seems they're like together. they are married. Or they live together. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and she does not care for Halloween at all. She's been quite sarcastic about it. And she now, I don't agree with the extremes that happen, obviously, at all. <laughs> but I do think it's a very odd. It wouldn't go down well in this house for someone to tell me on the eve of Halloween I'm going to take the decorations out. I'd be like, Are mm-hmm. you? Uh, I have not yeah. spent all this time putting these decks up for you to take them down during, but that'd be like someone taking a Christmas tree down on the night of Christmas. Like, no way. Yeah. No way. You know me, and, and, my Halloween decks stay up a good couple of weeks. Yeah. And he does tell her, which is kind of the first inkling as to what Sam's role is in this whole film. He does tell her, you're mm-hmm. not supposed to blow out the jack o lanterns until the next day. It's no. that's there's superstition around that, and she was like, "Whatever, I'm tired, and so, I'm done with Halloween." Girl, if you're tired, go in and have a go and watch a film and go to bed. Don't don't climb don't ladders down. and take decorations down. You're mad. Are you mad? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and also she blows out one of the pumpkins. Right after he told her that you're not supposed to do that. Well, so, it's just not a very nice thing to do. Why would he, do she had a, she had some warning about he was very adamant that there's some superstition that says you're not supposed to blow them out on Halloween night. And little uh-huh. Sam was across the street watching her blow out the jack-o'-lantern. He did not care for that much. No, he didn't care for that. Uh, I do think, though, that it's quite amusing that... <laughs> while she is taking decorations down, he decides it's a good time to go watch some porn. He's like, this is a nice time. Well, that's what they were talking about because he he had told her, you promised you would watch it with me. Like, I guess that's that was part of it that they were going to watch this porn together and, you know, have a have a cheeky night of, of watching porn. But then she never goes upstairs and he's watching the porn asleep and by his himself while she's getting butchered. And uh, it's under a nature video. It's on like an OBHS saying nature documentary. (laughs) I also thought that he was getting something out of like his leather because he seems to have something over his face the whole time. I'm like, what's happening? Anyway, I was feeling a little randy, a little frisky, you know, Halloween. They were probably drunk. That guy, yeah. Why, when you're drunk and horny, would you go out and take decorations down? I don't understand. But anyway, I, I don't. I I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't. She wasn't there with him, and she wasn't no. kind of killing time, so she didn't have to go upstairs. He's Who cute knows? as well. Who yeah. knows? Anyway, it doesn't go well. It's not. <laughs> no. No. So she um, she doesn't make it upstairs. Basically, she meets a sticky end. She, she sure does. Quite bloody yeah. and sticky. Yeah, horrible. Yep, yes. yep, yep. 
Yes, so that that soon brings that section to an end. For now, mm-hmm. we meet them again later. We come back because right. we go back in, in back and forth in time. Yeah, this is supposed to be, I guess, after most of the majority of the right. Because then we get the little thing that says earlier that night. Yeah, and then we go back to yeah, in kind of like comic strip style. Yes, yes, yeah, very much so. Yes. So the next section is, is about Principal Wilkins. <laughs> I love him. I love so Principal w- Wilkins is played you by love, Dylan. Why do you love him? I don't understand. He okay, makes me so. laugh. So here's the thing. Dylan Baker usually plays well. um he's the actor who plays him. He usually plays either creeps or downright awful people. <laughs> He's in this film called Happiness and it's one of the most disturbing films I have ever seen in my entire life. And the film, the, the purpose of Happiness is to show that it, it, it's such a subjective word. Like what brings happiness to some people might be horrible things. Mm. And in his case, in that film, he was a pedophile. And he has this ability to play this horrendous people in and, and happiness is also a very dark comedy. So, like, even though the the idea of finding a pedophile setting things up to assault a child comedic, I understand that saying that doesn't make any sense because I I refused to watch that film for the longest time because I was like that's impossible. But he makes he makes you laugh even though you're repulsed by him. Um, and I feel he does the same with this character. He's a serial killer, but he's also this like just kind of boring principal guy who's just annoyed at everything. And his kid is yelling at him to come inside and carve the pumpkin. And he's like, meow, 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 meow. you know, and the neighbor's yelling at him while he's trying to bury <laughs> body. So it's, the whole thing with him is very over the top and ridiculous. That's why I find it comical. Okay. I hear you. I don't agree, but I hear you. <laughs> I didn't find it remotely funny. I was like, what is happening? Why is this man being so voiced? What is this disturbing situation? Very odd. Because yeah. I think what I don't particularly don't like about it is that we don't have any introduction to what into them. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Yeah. And I'm like, how am I supposed to feel anything towards these characters that I don't I don't know? Because we haven't had time to meet them <laughs> so it's just right. and that, and straight away with an anthology film they don't have the time for you and they don't i think with anthology films there's there's not an expectation that you're going to really care about the characters it's just more like this little short stories mm-hmm. um, so with him you know you kind of see him coming home while this one kid is you know he has the candy outside and it says please take one and this kid is taking all of the candy and he walks mm-hmm. in and goes like, well, that's not nice. And, mm-hmm. you know, so you get, you. he just kind of looks like this straight up laced, maybe uptight guy. So it's kind of like a twist when he sits next to the kid and all of a sudden you start feeling that he's more menacing than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then it's your favorite part that comes up after that. It is. It gives him a chocolate bar laced with cyanide. Is that right? At least with something that kills him, yeah. Yeah. Well, before before it kills him, we have a lot of vomit. The chocolate vomit comes up. 
And the the link I was watching decided to pause and repeat that bit several times. So I saw I got a repeat of his repeat several times. Yeah, I don't care for the vomit. Um, I don't mind blood, but I don't care for vomit. So that scene is not my favorite. Nope. That whole bit's dreadful. It's just too extreme. The whole thing is like, what's happening? Why? What are you doing? Why are you kidding that boy? Why is he getting sick? Why? But it's it's also they're playing on all the, um, you know, urban stories. Like there's the, that's been a story that every Halloween surfaces that people are putting poison in the candy. People are pulling razor blades in the candy like that. We all grew up with those stories. So that's what they're playing on that. It's on that urban tale of I've the candy's voice. You didn't grow up in America. This is that every person that grew up in the United States has grown up hearing about razor blades in the candy, about poison in the candy, and how your parents have to check all your candy before you can eat it. And that's that's part of our culture here. So it's playing on that. It's playing on that urban tale. Yes, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Mm. So that's probably why, like, some of it felt bizarre but like that's that's what they were doing it's like playing in all the urban stories about razor blades in the candy and poison candy and all that stuff that happens every year Mm -hmm. yes and the next thing we know he's he's already buried one person in there (laughs) probably more than one probably more than one yeah and then as he's burying trying to dig this person's not actually dead and it's just horrible. The whole thing's really horrible. <laughs> but anyway, this is this is the comedy section. <laughs> yes. And then we see his kid, you know, stick his head out the window, go like, Daddy, can you help me carve my pumpkin? And he's like, in a minute. You know, and you kind of don't, you know, you're like, oh, no, this kid is going to see him bury someone. That's horrible. And then the neighbor... The neighbor's dog is barking, so they're like, oh, the neighbor's going to catch him. Mm-hmm. And the neighbor's, like, yelling at him. Who we meet later. Who we meet later, yes. Yes. Yeah. And then the summary of this section is that when he does go in to help his son carve the pumpkin, the pumpkin is actually this poor child's head. Right. But before that, we don't know. We think he's going to kill his son because he starts walking towards him with a knife behind his back. So they make it look like it's all like a, mm-hmm. like oh no, he's going to now kill his kid. That's that's mm-hmm. not that scary. And then it's no like they're having a really sweet daddy son moment where daddy's teaching him how to, I guess carve. Did you, sorry, did you just say really sweet? Well, I mean that was the joke of it, right? Like they were they were they were bonding over daddy teaching him how to be a murderer. Yeah. Creepy. In I'm the way that this. a daddy would teach a kid how to carve a pumpkin, you know. Yeah. No, I get that. I just don't understand why we had to endure it. And then the next section. <laughs> the next section, it gets gets worse. Halloween school day massacre is the next section. That's my favorite of all of them, just because the old timey masks are so creepy love those old timey masks yeah do you want to tell that one i can this is a bit i really really don't care for this bit at all 
so we kind of see school children. Are they school children? Teenagers trick or treating in general? Yeah, they're they're yeah they're yeah young teens. Young young yeah like maybe twelve ish thirteen yeah. And they bump in. There's like four of them. Macy Chip. Is it Sharanda Scaranda something like that? And Sarah. Don't know. That's how it's spelled. Oh. And they meet Rhonda, who's dressed as a witch. She's very sweet. But they're, mm-hmm. they're being mean to Rhonda. But then they kind of end up with her as well. And then they... Can Rhonda I, can I take... stop you there for one moment? Because... Mm-hmm. So Rhonda's character is the kid that they keep calling the R word, which we won't repeat. But yeah. clearly, like, she she's not... She's a little odd. She's a little... She's the kid mm-hmm. that gets picked on because she's different. And the house that that they use for Rhonda's house is modeled after Carrie White's house in Carrie. Carrie was also the outcast, the kid that everybody picked on because she was the weird kid and the odd kid. So that was very much a a nod to Carrie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like when they do things like that. That's cool. Oops. So one of the girls takes them to the middle of nowhere and they're all like why are you taking us here but she decides to tell them the urban legend of uh, well, what happened they all knew why they were going there because the whole point was to scare Rhonda and they were all in on the joke right okay at this stage we so don't know that the right the only one that doesn't know what's happening is Rhonda really the other kids were also in on the whole plan to mm. torture poor Rhonda right we hadn't got to that bit yet. That's why I hadn't quite. But yeah, okay. So, bef- and then one of them decides to tell them tell the urban legend of what happened at the at this quarry. Um, and it's and then it's like slips back to the story of these poor children who they just dis- they describe as disturbed children. Is how they describe them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we would say they were special needs, had special needs, and that yeah. they've been driven they they've been the, their parents have basically the suggestions the parents have had enough and they can't a mixture of embarrassment apparently and exhaustion they've decided that they don't want to be with the, have the children anymore so they basically pay the bus driver to do what he will to get rid of them basically mm-hmm. so then I personally i know you're going to tell the other side of the story I personally mm-hmm. actually found this bit quite disturbing. I don't it really is no, and, and I agree that that whole idea of that story is is horrible. And I it's just horrible don't even the think idea it's, that I think parents it's would particularly distasteful to even have it in a what they're calling a comedy. I don't understand. Oh. Quite frankly, I don't understand it. Um, I actually found it really this bit really really disturbing. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a pretty horrible story. Um, and then the driver. Like, you know, the whole, like, you see them chained to their seats and the idea, they go to this rock quarry, which is where the kids are, as she's telling the story. And he drives it, the plan was to drive the bus off the cliff with the kids in it, but one of the kids gets scared. And before the driver could do anything, the kid had hit the gas. So the driver goes down with the kids and then nobody saw the driver again. But we, as the audience, do see that he got out of the van because he wasn't chained and managed to get out. 
but the kids all drown. Yeah. The driver, the bus, he gets out, but the poor kids don't. Yeah, I mean, he's the one who was murdering them. So, yeah, it's very unfair. The whole thing is terrible. Um, And so they, you know, Macy tells his story. And when Macy's telling the story, we don't really know if it's true or not, because she's just telling the story. And then we see what happens that she's just trying to scare Rhonda because Mm -hmm. they go down to the quarry and they're screaming like something is happening. And and when Rhonda gets down there, it looks like they're being killed by the ghosts of these kids. And she gets very, very scared for little Rhonda. And and then they take their masks off and you see it's these little asshole children. So we don't really know for sure if that story was made up by Macy. Obviously, later we learned that it wasn't. That is a real story. Mm-hmm. Um but at that moment, you, you're not quite sure. You until... get into a horrible, like, lift, cranky lift shaft thing, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. even dream of getting in a million years. No way. You love lifts. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Rhonda, Rhonda gets um, her win at the end because as she finds out that they did all of this to scare her, the real ghosts of the real children come out of the water. Mm-hmm. And they Thank kill you. all the other evil little assholes. And Rhonda's the only one who gets away. I mean, yeah, evil assholes is a bit extreme, but... They were little assholes. Yeah, you know, they, they were they were torturing her. And, and when she comes back up, little Sam is sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, by the by where she gets out of the lift and she walks by him and he nods and so Sam is the the through line of all of it. He is. He is. He certainly is. Like the... You, see, you mm-hmm. see him in the field when the coach goes past. He's like a scarecrow mm-hmm. in the field. Yes. He um yeah. he's definitely the the sort of the guardian of Halloween and anybody that um messes Halloween up gets yeah. it <laughs> so. yeah they certainly do without any warning mm-hmm. <laughs> yes indeed so the next section is called surprise party but this kind <laughs> yes. of like happens a bit beforehand and then carries mm-hmm. on afterwards we kind of meet we meet the girls Laurie, danielle maria and janet we meet them earlier and see some stuff and then it kind of goes to the story and then it comes back again Right. Sure. So um we see Lori and her big sister, I think it was Danielle, her big sister. Yeah. Um, and they're all in their costumes and they're going to a party, and there's some, you know, um talk about how Lori's a virgin, and they're all kind of making her feel bad because she's a virgin, and they're like, Well, tonight's the night, you know, this is the night you're gonna do it, and we can help you find a guy and so they're like picking up random men off the streets and Lori's not really on board with any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, also the name Lori, there's some some theories that it was on purpose as a as a tip of the hat to Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, who was also the virginal, like nice girl in Halloween, uh-huh. and her name is Lori. So mm-hmm. um 
Lori tells him just to go ahead and then she'll she'll find someone and she'll go she'll meet them there and her sister's kind of like are you sure you know she's like yeah I'll be fine I'll be fine and so then Lori's walking through the there's like a parade like a Halloween parade Mm -hmm. going through the town and she starts walking she kind of makes eye contact with this guy who we have now seen before he's wearing this mask and he's making out with this girl in, in an alley. Mm. And as he's making out with her, all of a sudden she starts bleeding from her neck and from her wrists. And we see that he has vampire fangs. You can't see mm. his face because he's wearing like a cape and a and, and a mask. mask. And so he basically kills this girl and just props her against the building. But it's Halloween, so nobody bats an eye at someone drunk who they think is drunk and just dressed. Yeah. With blood, with blood. blood ever, yeah. And so we see that he kind of starts following Lori, mm-hmm. kind of in a menacing way. Yes. So we start feeling a little, a little scared for Lori. Yes, absolutely. We do. Okay. That's the first bit, and then it kind of we have a break, and then it skips. It skips to later on where we have the whole yeah. the were- werewolf situation. Right, so just to like skip to that, to finish that story, mm-hmm. they're all at, at this bonfire and there's like guys that they've picked up randomly drunk or like asleep on the floor. Um, later we find out they're not asleep, they're dead. And uh, Lori, they're like wondering what happened to Lori, is she okay, is she coming? And then we hear like a crack through the trees and this body just falls and it's the vampire guy, and his leg breaks in quite a graphic way. Mm-hmm. And he's like screaming, Help me, help me. And one of them takes the fangs off because obviously they're fake. And then they take the mask off, and we see it's the principal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lori arrives, and the party then gets started, and and they start unzipping their skin and Lo, lo and behold, they're all werewolves. Which I said that was definitely a nod to the howling, for sure. Yes, for sure, yeah. The, the fire and the sexual werewolves, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And so that's what they meant by her first one. They're talking about her first kill, mm-hmm. um, which ends up being the principal and no one more deserving Yeah, the principal to be killed by a werewolf. Yeah. Which means yeah. this bit must be at the very end of the storyline because yes. the next thing the principal's back again, so it's very confusing. Yeah, it goes back and forth because it says you know earlier than that or like later, mm-hmm. and this is happening simultaneously as the kids' story is happening because when the kids are in the lift, they hear wolves howling, and one of them is like, "It's werewolves! It's werewolves!" Mm-hmm. So like yeah. we know that's happening at the same time. That's right. Yes. So then the. The last section uh, is, is his name, what's his name? Creed, Brian Cox, but Creed. is it Creed? Yeah, Creed. Creed? Mr. Creed. Creed. Yeah. Mr. Creed. So this is Brian Cox, who's a very famous actor. He's mm-hmm. British, isn't he? I'm pretty sure Brian Cox is British. I th- yeah, I believe so. He? Um, he is like the cranky neighbour that was watching the principal earlier on. He kind of reminds me of Mr. Heckles in um, Friends, but a lot, not, but even <laughs> more cranky. He's a lot more cranky than that. But yeah, the general vibe with him is that he 
he's grumpy, miserable with everyone, hates Halloween, any trick-or-treaters are not greeted well. Mm-hmm. He has an aggressive dog with yellow eyes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and the summary of that section is that Sam does not appreciate his lack of enjoyment for Halloween. Well, we also get to know who he really was because he's yeah, burning the to. pictures. Yeah, he's burning pictures and we see the pictures he's burning are of the kids in that school bus. Yeah. But before all that is when we see Sam go crazy. This is He goes completely mad in a section. Right, but he was burning pictures before Sam goes crazy. Like that, we see all that before Sam. But we don't know, what, but do we see what the pictures are? Because I thought the reveal was at yeah. the end. No, we see we see the pictures when they hit the fire. We see like the one picture of of the kids in the van, standing outside of the van, with the their little thing masks. Him to still have that picture. Yeah, I what, agree. Why, why would you hold that? that? Yeah. Why has he got that picture? Because this is clearly a long time later. Yes. Why? Why? I don't know why he would keep it and decide to burn it now, but yes. So Sam mm-hmm. comes to punish him for for uh, ruining Halloween, and they they get into a pretty graphic and violent um, fight. Sam should be more upset about him driving children off a hill than ruining Halloween. Well, I think Sam had a part <laughs> in the children fight, like getting there. So I think he had the the idea of. Uh, <laughs> I think I war- yeah. I need to warn any neighbors in this street that don't put a pumpkin out on Halloween. They could be in big trouble. Yeah, watch out for Sam. <laughs> so yeah, Sam. so and we see when he takes the the sack off of Sam's head, it's a it's a pumpkin. So he's like the real pumpkin head. Yeah, um, in a way, kind of, right? In a way, but like kind of like a moldy one, like a sort of yes. straight. And when he shoots him with a shotgun, only pumpkin guts come out of him. Yeah, so he's made is- out of pumpkin. Pumpkin. But there's no Ed Harley, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, no Ed. That's very disappointing. What? So, yeah. And then there's this thing where his hand, like, crawls, like, thing. Yeah. Crawls across. Yeah, there. his hand comes back and, and attaches itself again. Yeah. Um, And just lot. when we think he's about to kill him, mm-hmm. he has a chocolate bar in his hand. And Sam takes the bar because now he got a treat. And so now it became like, okay, so you're following the rules of Halloween. You've given me a treat, so I'll leave you alone. Wow. Really bruised up and, and messed up and bloody, but I'll leave you alone. That's all, all you need is to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then the Unfortunately, that's not all that happened to him. <laughs> no. The conclusion section, we kind of see most of the characters in one little bit. Mm-hmm. We're back to the couple from the beginning, and we see... Um, What's the name of the girl? Um, Rhonda. We mm-hmm. see different characters. But then the ultimate conclusion is that trick-or-treaters come to the door and it's the return of all the children that had gone into the water now as ghost mm-hmm. zombies. I don't know quite know what they are. Yeah, but... I guess undead in some form. Yeah, so that doesn't go too well. So that kind of wraps up the whole, the whole story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Sam Sam is the, the true star of this film. And he's adorable. And I love Sam. And that's what I have yeah. to say about this film. I love Sam. This is definitely one where we don't agree very much on anything, isn't it? No, I it's do love this always, movie. It's, 
seen it so many times. It's, it's one that I put on just for, for fun. Yeah, fair enough. I will happily never watch this again. I hope I never have to watch this again. I also don't really, I think based on what we've watched so far, I find the anthology ones quite annoying because I don't find that they kind of, I feel like I don't have time to get to know anyone enough to enjoy mm -hmm. it. So at least if you're going to see someone do something really awful, I want to at least try to understand them. But how can I when I've seen them for two minutes and suddenly they're just being horrible? It's like, I don't yeah. know what happened. So I find that a bit, and I'm like, can't we just have like a fun, can't we just watch Hocus Pocus <laughs> at Halloween? Why do we have to put ourselves through this? Can't we just watch like Bette Midler? so much fun. I watch this movie almost every oh, Halloween because I love it. It's disturbing. It's fun. It's I found it disturbing. I disliked it a lot. <laughs> so what was your rating? But I love, I love Halloween. I love trick-or-treating. So my rating, scary, quite, yeah, like an eight. I think the bit seeing, yeah, eight. You know why. I didn't like it. So, yeah, hi. Yeah, there, there's a lot of, violence and blood and yeah you don't care for that and disturbing images like chaining children i don't know like, no, disturbing so no eight and thank you please don't come again so what are we watching well, next <laughs> next time we're watching um another one that i think you might like a little better called the house of the devil this one they do give you the time to get to know the characters so you'll like at okay. least that I do at least, I like that. That helps. It helps for me to feel slightly invested in what's happening. Yes. Otherwise, so, I'm like, so well, I, have I don't no think we have any more anthologies in our list. So I'm sure they could be good. Do on, I appreciated you on more because I kind of, it had like an art to it. But I remember mm -hmm. I didn't particularly enjoy what was the other one? Um, creep show. You didn't like creep, creep show. show. Yeah. No, because mm -hmm. again, it's like, I don't really. It's just like it's making you feel nauseous, and then like, but I haven't. It's not worth it. Like at least with some of them, I'm like, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. All right. Well. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess message received. So we'll see you next time, and hopefully, it won't be as upsetting. But it's fine. I got through it, and we and you I did. I'm very like proud of you. People you like did. it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not saying people shouldn't like it. If you enjoy it, then have a great I time. I love it. Yeah. But no, I, I will continue to love it. Good, 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 good. And I will continue and you to love it. You will never have to watch it again. And that's, no, that's, the, that's the bright side. But I love trick-or-treating and I love Halloween. That I love. So, okay. well, so bye. We'll <laughs> see you next time with The House of the Devil. Sure. Trick-or-treat.